Uh, yay verily. Last time on Dice Funk. I mean, I feel like I'm already pretty immune to the criticism of my foes, but it would be nice to not have to worry about it either. I, I guess I'll say you can add this inf- to your inventory, and what this does is if you are dropped to zero, you regain full hit points. So, what's your plan? I, I asked Mold to acquire the Akashic Stone because I had to cast a spell on it. Um, I accomplished that. There unfortunately was a second part of that plan that did not come to fruition, but it will eventually one way or another, so I'm not worried about it. What do you need the star charts for? When the governor returns, uh, she needs to know all the the signs for all the villagers to govern properly. I don't suppose you trust me well enough to tell me the second part of that plan yet, huh? Somebody needs to die. I believe Ruth explained this at the genius's trial. If somebody has to die, I might have an idea. And so the, f- the flavor on all your magic is that you've been infused with the essence of the machine. It's, you essentially have the same exact pa- patron the genius did. I believe you're merely a, a mortal like us, Basil. I had not considered the possibility that death might be a forever thing. This changes a lot. I understand your predicament a little bit better now. <laughs> If you look, if you're looking at like the uh, social, the social bond stat lines that we have, obviously in our character sheet, you know, that was pretty maxed out due to how much time Neela spent with Ruth during town time scenes and the like. So, yeah, I am incredibly lucky to have found a place like this where that is possible. Oh, I want the Metatron fan. It was all—it's already going down Sun Moon Stars' throat. Uh, but yeah, if you, if you want to get out of Sun Moon Stars for her safety and take another body and then use that, you can definitely do this. But uh, put psychic um, slimes in all of your brains. Sorry, uh, I couldn't ask before because I have a secret, and the secret is Hale is in that room over there, um, in a beautiful glass box. I've seen this before. I think we have to kiss them. One of the other ne- level nine spells is imprisonment. Uh, mm. I will read. You create a magical restraint to hold a creature you can see within range. The target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be bound by the spell. While affected, the creature doesn't need to breathe, eat, or drink, and it doesn't age. And then under that, there are several kinds of, uh, of imprisonment, and the relevant one is slumber. The target falls asleep and can't be awoken. During the casting of the spell, you can specify a condition that will cause the spell to end and release the target. Nobi would slip behind them single file to be the last one out so that he could turn as they leave, look right at Henry and mouth, they're on to you. Yeah, 
So are we going to give Inri um, Ivermectin to help him with his condition? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's find out. Let's, we can jump right in. Uh, the party last episode decided to get a, a search warrant in an a unprecedented Dungeons & Dragons show of responsible <laughs> uh, behavior. So let's protect the Fourth Amendment, which I guess exists in Grendel, and uh, follow the proper procedures. Uh, let's... The Fourth Amendment is the same, but the previous three are fucking gibberish. <laughs> the previous three were all uh, pushed through through uh, Grendel's parliament by Shoko, so they're all absolutely nuts. <laughs> like they went through Google Translate, forward and back, forward and back, until they they're just nonsense. Sho- yeah, Shoko yeah. promoted absolute nonsense, and after Google Translate fucked it up, somehow it turned into freedom of religion, which is like, what the hell is this? This is not what I proposed. And it's like, well, nice. That's what Google Translate says. There's a there's actually a Twitter bot that does that to Magic the Gathering cards. Mm-hmm. And it's always a really That's good fun. time. For oh, it's so good to pay two two spleens for a, a orange labradoodle or something, and it's like <laughs> sick. I'd love to do that. <laughs> um, all right, let's get in there, Philippa. You're in your office. The party walks in. I can just relax. I'm not in this scene. I've been thinking about getting into How I Met Your Mother, but because I've never seen it, and but some people don't seem to like it. Anyway, what did you guys come here for? I um, I feel like I've just been talking to all of you the whole time, and you you all look kind of glazed over. Were you even listening, or uh, never mind? I, I, it's okay. You can we can talk about How I Met Your Brother some other day when uh, it's appropriate. <laughs> but uh, we uh, come bearing. I'm sorry. Yes, that's right. The legally distinct uh, show. <laughs> it's a Fuscany classic. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people at Goodfellows University were really into it, but some people also really disliked it. We we ha- we come bearing progress, and Neelith has some news. <laughs> <laughs> we come bearing Neelith. <laughs> Here is Neelith. Hi, I'm here. Um, oh my God, Neelith, you're a cup. I'm, I'm, I'm a cup. Yes, hi. Um, it's a lot. I'm hopefully not going to be a cup for too much longer. Anyway, you know how I'm not allowed to read minds. Yes, this was a, a big ethical qualm that I had to wrestle with for many long. Hard nights of the soul. It was truly hard to decide. And ultimately, I feel like I came down on the right decision that mind reading is not acceptable under any circumstances ever. So, I (laughs) largely agree with it. I was really happy with my progress in deciding that for the town. So, largely agree with you. Truly my crowning achievement as governor so far. I'm not not very big right now, so I can't do many things largely, but I do largely agree with you. (laughs) Would you be willing to consider one very specific exception to the no mind reading if I lay out a situation in which it may be required? (laughs) And she, like, uh, ruffles, I guess, or, like, flaps it in her seat. Very alarmed. You know the big, like, owl eyes all the way wide? She's like, whoa! Yeah, owls can enter, like, orb mode, where all their feathers stick up and they, like, double in size. Yeah, that's exactly what you're looking at right now. She's become a poofy, fluffy ball. (laughs) We've engaged extra thick, uh, governor. Oh, no. (laughs) I, 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 I don't ask this lightly, but also... Um, 
I I am sincere when I say I think this might be the the only path forward. Um so the Kitsune has Hail. Hail is the Kitsune. Real Hail is trapped in a magical spell. Oh my god, since when? When you were growing up here, we both knew the real Hail. And during that time, there was a Laszlo, you might remember. The Laszlo that you knew of was also the, was actually the Kitsune who had, as far as I could tell, killed the original Laszlo, then imposed as Laszlo. Oh my god. And in fact, that was the Kitsune moving over to the library, capturing and can capturing Hale and imposing as Hale from that day. So it's been a few years that he's been imposing as Hale. Yeah. So we we know where Hale is, but the problem is that the spell that has Hale imprisoned in a in a deep sleep um, can only be deactivated with some kind of special action that only the Kitsune knows. But, so in a sense, the Hale that we have known for all of this time is the Kitsune. Yes. Mm -hmm. And we haven't even known Hale this time. Yeah. Mm. And oh. we, we want to mount a rescue to save Hale, but running in and grabbing Hale and running out isn't going to do anything if we don't know how to awaken Hale from their slumber. And considering the Kitsune has kept Hale against their will hidden in this town right under our noses for years, we doubt they're going to lightly give up how to free them. Whoa. This is a lot to process. You're telling me. I put a picture of an Arctic Owl's threat display in the Roll20. <laughs> As you see, it's very wing-based. Eclipsing all the other characters. <laughs> yeah, it's a very big picture. Yeah, you're you're <laughs> you are wider <laughs> than the entire party right now. <laughs> have you That's seen a lot of fluff. It's very have effective. You a, have you seen an Anteater's threat pose? Mm. Yes, they just like stand up on two legs. They do a little T pose. It's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, somebody I knew had to do uh, community service for crimes, and they were they worked at an anteater uh, sanctuary for that. Wow, we're getting a gubernatorial tea pose here. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I if 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 I thought there was any chance we could talk this information out of the Kitsune, I would a hundred percent be there for it because right now I am not in a position where I I don't want to be going in there and doing magic against the kitsune in my current form, but I feel like it's probably the only option that realistically could get Hale awake. But the kitsune also has been our neighbor for years now, even if uh, by uh, less than reputable means. Hmm. I mean, there's less than reputable means, and there's keeping a member of our town a literal hidden hostage. Okay, but why? How do you know they don't like it? <laughs> I... Uh, so you're saying that uh, because the Kitsune uh, hijacks another person and that person has uh, their agency taken away, um, 
that they should not get to live in society? I No, I'm saying that if someone has taken away a member of our town's ability to exist and they are the literal only person who holds the knowledge required to free a member of our community from subjugation, this might be a situation where... This might be the lesser of two evils. But you have to understand that my reasoning on uh, the ban on mind reading is to do with consent and essential, uh, the rights that come with personhood and how they should not be revoked. I, I am saying that it is not just about his right to be here in the town, it's also about the rights that go with it. Well, how... How how about I, I suggest this? We will go and try and get that information from the Kitsune some other way, but I would like permission to, as a fallback plan, do this, because while I agree with you, the Kitsune has taken away someone's personhood, someone's ability to exist in this community. They have fundamentally prevented someone from existing for years. And in the failure of other solutions, this may be the only way to prevent having Hale spend eternity trapped asleep. Yes, and I am saying, I am saying, Neelith, that uh, someone who as a method of them existing and taking part in society feels the need to take over someone else and stop them existing. And Philippa, I think, kind of makes a, a, a meaningful gesture at Neelith. All this discussion of rights does make me curious about what the, we have, you know, 40% of the people here are British. I'm trying to Google <laughs> what is the British equivalent of the Fourth Amendment. Apparently it's called Pace Code B. And I'm looking. I've never it heard now. of that. Wow. Um, <laughs> Under what circumstances are the police allowed to kick your door in and take your stuff? Right. Yeah. Look, I'm. I'm. I will not go against you. And if you say not to do this, I will not do this. But I take offense at you making the comparison to me being an illithid and that I'm like the Kitsune. I do not like that insinuation. I. I fundamentally would would. <laughs> Okay, fine. Hail can rot in that room then. Fine? Cool. You can't you can just storm out of the room in your cup? <laughs> just... That's the thing. Neelith can't storm out. Neelith is just stuck in. Hang on. Hang on. Would, would you like to storm out of this meeting? No. No. I, I, I want to, but I shouldn't. It feels like an appropriate moment to storm out if you no. would like. I appreciate it. I will stay. I will... I'm sorry for the outburst, Philippa, but I am... Your offense is registered. I understand. I have crossed the line. I was merely trying to get you to consider the ethical quandary that I find myself in as the person responsible for everyone who lives in this village, including the Kitsune. I, I understand the ethical quandary, but as someone who has been in... Being in the position that the Kitsune is in of 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 being presented, oh, maybe that's a solution. I've made the choice not to do that, and the Kitsune has that choice. The Kitsune had the choice not to take someone's 
take someone's life without their will, to not replace them in this world without their consent, and... I recommend reading the Kutsune's mind from the perspective of... They've done the one thing that I have fought so hard not to do, and... It's a crime I have a lot of real complicated feelings about. It is something that you believe is wrong, and I understand that. I also understand that, for whatever reason, that I may personally not agree with, the Kitsune believes it not to be wrong. And we cannot be moral alone. You cannot dictate morals to others in... If you want everyone to live in an ethical society, they... You cannot, for one, require for everyone to understand the rules. Consider a child. Consider someone with memory issues. If they cannot understand the ethical rules, they may do things that are wrong, but it may not be their fault. Who takes responsibility then? Maybe the Kitsune's right and we're wrong. Look, Philippa, as someone who has taken responsibility for a lot of people who did not understand a lot of rules, sometimes people do just do bad things. And sometimes people do things that are just wrong. The camera just lingers on Nobi for way too long. <laughs> Aze will say, I mean, I have suspicions as to why the Kitsune has resorted to these tactics. We've heard from the Kitsune, in a sense, when we investigated the past. But uh, I don't know if that will placate your curiosity about whether the kitsune is aware that what they are doing is in fact uh ethically uh ethically problematic in the slightest if i uh, am a predatory lender and i uh, put you aze into um horrific debt bondage and so you work for me your whole life uh, I believe that this is an acceptable thing to do because of my perspective. I do not think that this is a um, immoral. Um, it is called standpoint epistemology. <laughs> I need to get the whiteboard again. And she she moves <laughs> to the back of the governor's office and we and wheels out a really messy whiteboard where she's clearly been, she clearly spent a really long time figuring out the ethical problem of. Um, of uh, mind reading before, and she starts wiping it clean. Philippa, as 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 I've said before, and I will say it again, if 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 you do not give us permission to do this, I will not do that mind reading. But the consequences will be on you if we go in and we try and get that information out of the kitsune, and they fundamentally refuse to give it to us, and it becomes apparent that that is impossible. And there is no other option. Hail being eternally asleep is going to be on you. And that is something that you're going to have to stick with. Philippa picks up a, a whiteboard marker and she's like, um, I can think about this and I can get you an answer in a few hours time. Um, I, I will work through to find what I find think to be an ethical solution. And then I will get you your paperwork if I think that it is okay for you to do this in the circumstances. One more thing I need to know is what you are going to... How you are going to approach the problem. Because I need to know if you are going to go in guns blazing, so to speak. Aze will, it will say... 
Our primary objective is to ensure that the actual hail is able to be awakened safely and is able to be confirmed to be in good health and in good order. As for the Kitsune, all I know is that as far as we can tell, he is operating under the pretense, under the belief that it cares about this town and it wants to protect it under any circumstance. And if, and if ideally I would prefer to discuss things or have that discussion without him needing to impose as somebody else and replacing them in order to do so. However, I have a deep suspicion that of everyone in this room, the last person that the Kitsune would wish to discuss anything with is probably me. Hmm. Okay, thank you for this information. This will be very useful in my um, calculations. Please come back here in two hours. I will have uh, the answers that you need. All right. So last episode, there was some discussion about some things some people wanted to do. Um, and actually over the entire arc, uh, specifically, I'm thinking of Cat uh, wanted to meet Slime Moonstar's baby. So we, we should have that. Desperately. Desperately. In addition to some other things, we'll get to them. Basically, while Philip is doing this, I have some ideas for some scenes. But I do want to clarify before I shut up and let the baby scene happen uh, that Philippa really is under no obligation to, to follow any of the laws I was reading. I just thought it was funny. You could be <laughs> no, like, okay. the only way to get a search warrant is to eat a coconut on a a mountain or something. That's good because my – yeah. I mean what I was really walking through that was that Philippa thinks that they – yeah, well, I'm, that Philip has to invent the uh, the laws of the town from the ground up because there's not that much written down, and especially with the the laws around a search warrant. So that's what she's trying to figure out. I imagine as everyone's leaving, like she starts drawing out essentially what looks a lot like the the trolley problem, uh, but with like <laughs> one hail on one tracks and another one on the other tracks with fox ears and yeah, with, with, <laughs> with, 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 with night with night trolley. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it always comes back to that damn trolley. Mm-hmm. Look, it's a con- it's a convenient trolley. Sometimes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I say we get rid of trolleys. They're obviously more trouble than they're worth. Yep. <laughs> My favorite solution to the trolley problem is still the uh, multi track drift solution. <laughs> <laughs> High score. <Yeah. laughs> All right, so let's get Mari to kind of set the scene for uh, the baby. Oh, okay. This is Sun, Wind, Stars, and Cat? Uh-huh. Okay. And uh, what's your terrible zombie uh, babysitter's name? <laughs> Squelcher. 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 I was thinking Snuffler. <laughs> Squelcher is uh, Snuffler, that's a different one. Snuffler, Snuffler is a zombie tum-tum, Okay. Okay. Cat, as you approach the crypt, instead of a horrible baby wailing, instead you hear what seems like almost a song. Please, listeners, refer to the YouTube video Famous Pink Oyster Mushroom with 1 million views. Play Synthesizer one last time live, colon, third flush. <laughs> We're going to put a link to that in the description, aren't we, Austin? Just have that on on standby. <laughs> you could edit it in, but please uh, give credit to the mushroom. 
immediately. <laughs> the mushroom who did play the synth. Um, and it's a beautiful sound, but it's like anti-harmonic. It's as if whatever's making these sounds is trying to figure out what sounds are. And you can feel the sounds reverberate into the back of your skull as you walk down, down the crypt. And there's still slime on the walls and the veins pulse with slime. And you get closer to the crypt. And this time, instead of a sack squelching, um, you see what appears to be long, beautiful uh, strings. And they kind of move back and forth through the air. And like, they look kind of like uh, insect wings, but lighter. And they're flowing through the air and going back and forth. And once you get closer, you can see it's collecting dust and bugs from the air and it's eating them. So it's like it's doing its thing. And then with these like other little like thin strings of slime, it's vibrating the strings and making the sounds that are so pleasant. Fungus got talent. Incredible. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, hello. Ah, the, the strings vibrate a little bit more excitedly now that you've said hello. And then out of the crypt comes very thin strands, a few hundred of them to come up, and they lightly touch your face and your hair and your paws. I think Kat says, uh, Hello, sibling. I am, I am your big sister. Mm. Oh, when you have consumed more biomass and are mm, ready to hunt, I will protect you and mm, destroy any predators who come close to you. As you're talking, uh, because the little slime abomination does not know personal boundaries, it's getting in your mouth and, te- and just exploring. Uh, 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 no, that, that is n- no. Uh, mother, please explain to uh, the little one. Okay, abomination. You can't go inside people's mouths. You have to ask first, <laughs> and you need to be, you know, more for. You can't do that. And then with that, all the little very thin strings of slime that shine in the light um, pull back. (laughs) And then Sun Stars goes, do you remember I talked? I told you about your sibling cat. They're a princess. Do you remember what princesses do? And then all of the little slime like strings go back into the crib. It's a stone crib because it's for a dead baby. Um, (laughs) And then out comes a crown that looks like it's made of spider web. It's not. It's made out of slime. And then it places it on Cat's head and then it immediately flops because it doesn't have. (laughs) But in the moment before it was set down, it was really pretty. But it just instantly just flops down and becomes just a pile of string on top of cat's head thank, thank you so much abomination <laughs> abomination is the canonical name <laughs> well we they haven't spoken uh, in a language we know yet for all we know their name is beep boop but we don't know yet so, right the, yeah. the, 
the 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 abomination putting its tendril it's like tendrils into uh cat's mouth is like the inverse problem baby's putting things in their mouths that aren't supposed to go there it's putting itself in mouths that it's not supposed to go into (laughs) yeah so just imagine hundreds of like spiderweb thin strings just really not knowing what boundaries are amazing i think cat says um i look forward enormously to mm, learning what name uh, you choose um uh, the person that you decide to be. I am sure it will be very exciting. And with that, the some of the taut strings meant for what they're trying to do as communication start to vibrate and make nice, pleasant sounds <laughs> that are not quite harmonic, but are almost there. Uh, I think Kat would want to say to, to Sun, Moon, Stars, uh, uh, mother, uh, you have not been my mother for a long time, but, um, I feel like we are family now, and, um... Yes? Uh, I, I could not have hoped for a better mother except for my other mother, mother. All your mothers love you, and remember, you're a mother too, sort of. Mm. Um... Yes, I should do something about that. The violence of birth is always beautiful. <laughs> uh, that's 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 a title, right? God damn it, Mari, with you, you with your one-liners. <laughs> I hope Tim Roth reprises his role of the abomination from the Hulk movie and plays the slime baby in the HBO adaptation. <laughs> I think that um, I think that Cat would say, uh, uh, "Not all mothers give birth. Neither of you are, uh, gave birth to me, and you are my mothers. And the mother that gave birth to me was um, a giant insect lion queen, and I ate her." You did. That was good of you. <laughs> Sometimes it is good to eat your mother. Yes, I protected you. We're taking strong moral stances here. Being who, who you are is always right, and choosing to be different, to be accommodating to others, is also right. However, you choose to live your life is right to me because I love you. Um, thank you, new mother. Uh, I love you too, new mother. Family is creation, be it violence or peace. <laughs> I think I'm happy with that. I feel like, uh, yeah, I, I I feel like Cat really connected to the new baby. Yay! Well, I'm sufficiently terrified. Big smile on my face. I, very touching scene from the inside. <laughs> we got we got we got two big DMing moments from Sophie and Amari here. So Austin hasn't even had a, uh, any uh, work the uh, he's needed to do for easy episode for Austin. Easy episode easy. for Austin. The podcast makes itself. <laughs> I have quite a complex, difficult boss fight arranged, so don't worry, you'll get it on the back end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the meantime. Slime, you have a new arcane focus, so you don't need to endanger slime, or you don't need to endanger sun, moon, stars anymore. Do you want to pick out a new corpse with uh, Neilith? I feel like that'd be a great bonding experience. 
Yay! So you get, grab your little, grab your cup of Neolith, head off to the graveyard, and uh, why don't we paint us a picture? I'm, I'm doing Mari twice in a row because you didn't do much in the warrant scene. <laughs> you didn't have a lot of thoughts on our constitutional rights, Mari. Yeah. You didn't have anyone calling, it, it, shouting racist shit at you. <laughs> you, you were all right. Yeah. Well, those, those are societal norms. The whole time I was thinking, why are we shaming Neolith for their primary source of communication? <laughs> <laughs> so that's why yeah no slime would definitely just be like do whatever we want who's gonna stop us <laughs> you, you, you you're you made that clear <laughs> who moistens the moist watch that's what i have to say <laughs> not fucking philippa anymore fuck off <laughs> <laughs> i think she was keeping them very moist just then Mm. <laughs> am I not? Did I not? Am I remiss remembering? I thought you were uh, inhabiting a flump. It hasn't happened yet. It takes like a, a week. It's a long process. That that's oh, gonna happen during. Okay. That's gonna happen during like downtime between arcs. So we what, what what's happening right now is just corpse shopping. You know, listen, okay, you're doing. You're doing coffin shopping, all right? Uh, shit, I wish I could be a salesperson in this situation. Oh yeah. Neelith, would you like to accompany me into inhabiting a new body? Right now, I'm just slime sacking it, so you're going to have to sit on top of the slime sack. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm happy to chill out on the slime sack. Um, I, I, yeah, I'm up for this. I, 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 were, were things not working out with the shared body situation? My abilities and lack of... Uh, thought for my own bodies was part of my strength. With all relationships, you open yourself to be vulnerable. In this one, Sun, Moon, Stars could have been ripped in half at any moment. And for the first time, I truly felt responsibility, and I immediately am running away from it. No, <laughs> that is what I call a yoke, or as some people pronounce, joke. Yeah, I, I, I get it. Philippa would agree with you that it's a yoke. <laughs> I I get it. You don't you don't want Sun Moon Stars to get hurt. Not that Sun Moon Stars should be at home taking care of the child no, as a stay at home no, mom. But I I get what you mean. I I imagine it must be freeing to be be able to go into battle knowing that the the outer shell is disposable. I guess. Yes, and you know, at night I still have her mouth to crawl into, so home is where the brood mother is. Mm. Yeah, sun Moon Stars, you don't want Sun Moon Stars to just be a stay at Crypt mom, you know? Yes. She has to be her own independent woman, but also, there you go. You, you got a mouth to come home to, so that's always good to know. Yeah, yeah. Well, any orifice really, but the mouth is easiest. <laughs> Oh dear, the Elon Musk philosophy. Uh, so what what are you, what are you looking for in a in a new body? Is is there anything anything I should keep a, a an eye open for? Well, Sun Moon Stars loves having sex with all kinds of corpses, so I'm looking for something a little bit more diverse. See, I I, I I ask you what you're looking for as if I'm going to be much help, because I am going to be directly in front of you. I'm sure whatever bodies I see will probably be very near you, but I like to feel like I'm helping, so thank you for including me. Listen, sometimes a family is a half-ant, half-lion, a fucking, a fucking half-angel goblin, a sentient slime, it's, it's, it's cradle of filth, and the body they have sex with. 
Hey, found found family is important. (laughs) It is. (laughs) So what kind of body would you like, Mari? What are you thinking? Uh, To me, my body is a tool, but to others, it seems to be a reflection of their own desires that they want to put on me. So I thought maybe you would want to put your desires on me today, Neelith. No, no, actively the opposite. (laughs) I want to know what you want from your body like is there something functional yeah my my body something something functional or like i i want to know what you want well only having two legs and two arms really has been feeling limited yeah oh no yeah uh what do we what do we got around that's got more limbs more centaurs centaurs how many hands (gasps) oh if you want to maximize your limb potential, the answer is the Hecatonkeries from Greek mythology. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know what that is, but I this seems, yeah. Consider centipede bartender who loves feet. Mm-hmm. I can inhabit the dead body of a centipede bartender who loves feet and then have their <laughs> memories. Twist, that character had already lived and died in Grendel a hundred years ago. Yes. <laughs> their legend continues. <laughs> I also think that a centaur offers some, like, uh, physical similarities with cat, which would present a difference or a dynamic, too. But let's think of other multi-limbed options. Oh, my God. Sun, Moon, Stars would love this. Absolutely. I'm doing this thing. Whatever the fuck that is. Oh, my God. There's a Yu-Gi-Oh card based on this. Yes, there is. Actually, there's four Yu-Gi-Oh cards based on this. Uh, This is a Hecatonchorus. Oh my god. Yeah, it's from Greek mythology. Uh, they're actually a feature in the va- the very bad video game, God of War Ascension. But mm. uh, this is from Shin Megami Tensei. <laughs> mm. of, course, oh, of course, that's a Shin Megami version of it. Uh, you know how I roll, dude. Wow, this is great. I have so many arm tendrils. Did I ever tell you I used to be a forest? <laughs> no, you didn't. I imagine that must be really freeing. Uh, you know... Sometimes I miss being a forest, but sometimes I want to be this thing with 18 hands and three heads and five eyes. I mean, that's that's the beauty of life. You don't have to be one thing forever. You can, you know, you can be this for a while and you you be a forest again for a bit later. And hey, whatever form you have, it's going to be a delight to be friends with you. The trees used to talk through my mycelium. And then when they oh. needed to give each other food, they would send it through me to the trees that needed it. It's 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 nice to feel connected at a distance with with other life. Yeah, they all burned down because of my bad choices. So I'm going to be this multi-handed thing instead. <laughs> okay. Well, if you're ever a forest again, let me know cuz it'd be nice to visit. I think we should tell Mold they should be a forest. They kind of, oh, well, we'll see, I guess. We're going to have a lot of mold content going forward. I don't need to. I think they want to be big, but really they want to be a part of something bigger. Dice, the the, the shaking hands meme, Dice Funk, Resident Evil. We're going to have a lot of mold content going forward. (laughs) (laughs) I was so upset when I played that game. I was like, you've somehow stolen my idea. Somehow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I... I, I, I can empathize with wanting to be part of something bigger, and I hope that they can find that. You're in my trees now. Oh. I watched Fantastic Fungi on Netflix, and I was thinking about slime the whole time. 
<laughs> that's what I was. Wa- I was watched that too, and I was like, I got a lot of ideas. I I can't watch <laughs> anything to do with fucking like but mold or fungus anymore. With that being like, ah, oh, slime and mold, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's my guy. I know that guy. Like, like I, we we were talking about being a whole forest. You can only think about that one really old like fungus or slime mold that's like is mass wise one of the largest uh organisms in the world because it's just like yeah the entire, right exactly yeah and i'm like ah i get that that's reference. where i got the idea <laughs> yeah of slime coming from a forest yep oh yeah fantastic <sighs> all right do we have any of those things Neelith's just very happy that slime picked a body picked a body rather than defaulting to Neelith. What would you like my body to be? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Neelith's proud. Yep. Mm, slime is starting to exercise what is self actualization. Two wholesomely frightening scenes. You know what else has a hundred hands? Uh, fifty uh. people. Uh, so, uh <laughs> m- millipede with a foot fetish. <laughs> 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 She's right. <laughs> when she's right, she's right. Okay, what is the name of this monster again? I'll put it in the chat. Uh, uh, to set up the last scene before we go back and get the search warrant from uh, Philippa, uh, I think, Aza, you want to go check on your home? Wait, I got to describe inhabiting this thing. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, you're right. We can't get by without the patented Mari gross-out moment. Here, yeah. I'll put the name in the chat, and then you just get nasty on us. <laughs> Neelith. I have great news. I found a hecatont or whatever that is. Hecatine. A many-handed hecatine. <laughs> a hecatine body. I'm excited. And with that, Slime jumps in the air on their spider legs and then falls into the dirt and digs into the ground. And under there, you can hear a sort of like gurgling and the ground is kind of like moving. But like, you know, not in like a bumping way, but like somehow underneath it, there's like... I don't know, a bubbling, but it's not quite right. And you start to hear a groaning, and out of the ground comes so many hands. You don't even know how many hands this is, is, but it's just too many, and it's decaying flesh. And out comes three open maws, all screaming. Nice. And out of the maws comes slime more and more as it covers its body. And it says, hello, Neelith, and picks it up Neelith. And then they head back. <laughs> okay, three th- three mouths screaming. Hello, Neelith. <laughs> hey, that's a, that's a real beautiful choice you picked there. Thank you. I like your flump idea. Oh, I'm going to be so pretty. You are. Yeah. <laughs> May your tentacles flow long. I have so many tentacles. <gasps> How many? Do you know? I don't know, but I'll have my tentacles and flump tentacles. That's even more tentacles. That's a lot. And you know how everyone feels about tentacles. They love Yeah, them. they're the best. <laughs> All right. So Slime has a new body, 100 arms uh, with the 100 hands and three heads. Are they kind of fused into one uh, head like in this this illustration? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's five head. There's five eyes between the three heads. Okay. Wonderful. Uh, just... Perfect. Wholesome and terrifying all together. Yep. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the last thing I wanted to do before we go back to Philippa was Ozzy checking on his house because uh, Nobi had said some stuff that made you think there you might want to check what's going on there. Uh, and also, I think you should bring Basil just so we can get more Basil Ozzy content. 
Yeah, yeah, sure. And also, yeah, Basil's got to meet his brother slash roommate. I, I wouldn't call Drip Aze's son in this context, but at the very least, uh, Basil and Drip are going to be roommates. Oh, I'm not ready. Not ready for that kind of. Uh... Not ready for the kind of commitment of being a parent, but I will. T- I will take uh, sibling. Sibling works. Yeah. <sighs> Unfortunately, uh, Drip is not blessed with the inherent gift of gab that you have, Basil. But perhaps you might be able to help him out with that. That's all right. We can. Uh, we can, we can just vibe. <laughs> I'll, I'll do what I can to help, but you know, worst case scenario, we'll just you know enjoy each other's company in a in a not word space kind of way. You know, you do that sometimes. Lads, lads, lads. Yeah, like <laughs> you open the door with your unicorn narwhal horn, you and Driplock eyes, and just immediately it's lads, 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 lads. Ozzy's just sort of clapping along with the lads, lads, lads bit, just like encouraging it. Ozzy will then just notice the stuff that's strewn about and the disorder that there is in the place because uh even if nobi took things from the house uh i'm pretty sure they didn't bother cleaning up anything they messed up <laughs> oh yeah not a chance <laughs> and aze at some point is going to just ritual cast speak with animals so that all three of them can just talk back and forth while aze's dealing with stuff here so but take the lead take the lead basil oh uh Oh, I, uh, hi, I, uh, Drip, is it? Um, ni- nice to meet you. Uh, I used to live tethered to a spy on the field, but I can come visit now. Um, what the hell happened here? <laughs> oh, we were planning a surprise party. Do surprise parties usually take this much mess to, uh, to organize? I have to admit, it's my first surprise party. Before this, I was mostly a horse. Oh, hell yeah. It, it's weird suddenly having the ability to perceive, right? <laughs> Our lives are so weird. Oh, first surprise party for me too, though. Hell yeah. Oh, it's going to be so good. I wonder what it's going to be like. I, I bet that's the surprise is what it's going to be like. Well, yeah, it wouldn't be much of a surprise if we already knew. I'm pretty sure that this conversation about surprises goes back and forth long enough for her to speak for animals just to pop off. <laughs> uh, that's, that's, that's fine Basil will hook you up if needed being an intermediary no no it's it's fine I just like I just like the idea that like they go on for like 10 minutes just so I like oh what's a surprise party oh I don't know but I, I'm gonna be surprised I will be even more surprised oh, I'm pretty sure I'll be the most surprised so you're speaking for the both of us I, I think I think it like speak with animals runs out just as basil's going um so i I guess each person in the world only gets to go to one surprise party then because otherwise it's not a surprise after they've done it once i guess (laughs) i don't know the rules who would even enforce them uh this oh is this about that party that nobi was talking about earlier yeah, but we're not supposed to. You know, I'm, I'm not. Uh, didn't know that was meant to be like a secret thing, but like apparently yes. But sh- 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 Dr- drip. Uh, I'm going to assume that this wasn't your doing here. The mess that is. Well, I did some of it. I got zoomies. Mm. I'm pretty well. I'm going to guess that a certain sheep gave you some zoomies. So- Earlier on, would that be correct? 
I'm no snitch. <laughs> Drip. I'm not asking come, you to snitch. Come on, Basil, let's cheese it. <laughs> oh, solidarity. <laughs> Basil and uh, Drip could just like run wildly around the building, like not actually getting away, just making a bigger mess because they're horses. <laughs> so what are they? Come on. <laughs> I thought that this was going to be a much more, well, reserved situation, but I should have known better. We outnumber you now. Slats, 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 slats. Sorry, I'm just excited to have met another horse. This is quite a lot for me. I, I, I'm not regretting having you two here. And I, my offer for you to stay here, Basil, is still on the table. Oh, thank you, roommates. Yeah. But the... Hmm. My star charts that I'm supposed to be working with for this winter seem to have been absconded, along with other things, so I can't even work on my project for the winter this way. We cut to Nobi back at the governor's office, sitting in his little pen, eating some hay. Um, just, a, just this placid smile on his face, watching his mother draw on the whiteboard. <laughs> I, I like to think that the pile of hay is suspiciously larger than it has been, despite the fact that the amount of hay is not changed. It's just because it's just hiding a all the star charts or something. He he keeps stuff in his floof, obviously. That's why he keeps the stuff. I wonder if hay is good. Animals love it. I bet it's yeah, good. I, I, <laughs> it's probably a full cellulose, though. I mean, you know what that... Uh, Austin, we've talked to you about your cellulose diet, Okay. You can't. We can't have you get 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 back on. <laughs> He's watching Philippa at the whiteboard, and she's and she's written, "Can the Kitsune make a an Akashic stone so heavy even he couldn't lift it?" <laughs> I think Anobi, you get a message while you're sitting there chewing uh, the hay and watching your mother. Just the, just Inri just sends you that message. It's like you're cool. Don't come to school tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Oz, cut back, uh, cut back to Ozzy. <laughs> cut back to Ozzy, and Ozzy's like, if the only reason why that would be, the, if nobody wanted to know your star signs, he points to, you know, Basil and Drip. I mean, he he could have just asked me, and I would have told him outright. It's not that hard to figure that out. I don't even need to know your birthdays to figure that out. The problem is he came and spoke to people who did not know what surprise parties were. That was a bit of a failing. Yes, yes. I'm going to need those charts back at some point, and I might have to confront Nobi over it, but I'll have to handle this situation delicately. Um, by the way, during all this, I'm going to indicate to uh, Basil... Uh, Basil can also notice the fact that like half the building looks like the inside of a building, and half the building looks like the clearing of the forest with a cave in the background and stuff like that. Um, uh, it looks like it's open, like weird world, open field kind of vibe over there. Um, just as a note, because uh, the hypnotic terrain, the the yeah, the, the hallucinatory terrain is still active there. As Ozzy's thinking over like how to deal with this conundrum. Also, before before I get to com before I get too uh, comfortable, uh, is is there anywhere in here I should or should not be? It seems like this is a uh, domicile of a couple of halves. I just want to make sure that like I, I I'm not supposed to like not step into the the cool meadow or anything. Mm. Ozzy just shakes his head and it's like, no, you're fine to as long as you don't uh, 
disrupt the little work over here. He gestures to the start, the remaining like books and stuff that are at in the cosmology area. You can rest wherever you please. Drip does as well. If you want to rest outside, there is a doorway here. He walks over to like like where the cave entrance appears to be, reaches and like a regular door opens and the outside can be seen through it. Um, and he simply suggests this here is just an, it's an illusion of a place that means a lot to me. And otherwise, I just think it's nice to have a little contrast to the de decor here. Before you go, Basil, let me see your moves. Uh, can you do a performance uh, check for me, Laura? To yeah. Dressage. Performance. Can we dressage? Okay. Yeah. Dressage. Uh, ten. Yeah. I mean, you literally just came into existence, so it'd be weird if you were the world's best dancer. A tendency was perfectly fine. Unless it was what you were made for. I I, I think the balance for getting that that average role is. Basil doesn't have much in the way of technique, but he is compensating with really giving it his all. So, <laughs> very very sloppy technique, but given with, like, real gusto. Let's see. I would see Drip uh, show how it's done here. Drip is obviously uh, much more experienced in this arena. Uh, him and Enri have been dancing all winter. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> so. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yep. I wonder how people, this is their first season of Dice Funk, and they're just like, is no one going to mention the fact that there's no normal horses in this setting? Why are all the horses so fucked up? <laughs> well, listen, okay, the, the, the standard was set back at season two when Leon was playing as Violet Skittles Unicorn. Um, you know, we, and we can't just have an, a normal animal. Every animal has to be a billion animals. And the one normal-bodied animal in this season is Nobi. <laughs> yeah. See, this is what happens if you have just a regular animal that isn't combined with anything else. <laughs> Society was not meant to function that way. <laughs> uh, so Basil and Drip have a secret handshake where you, he bumps his hammerhead bone against your unicorn horn. Incredible. Listen, you know, this is like, we've got three wholesome scenes in a row here. This is great. All right. So you want to return to Philippa? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All afternoon, Philip has been faxing back and forth with her um, satchel of documancy to the Goodfellas University to get uh, academic literature to back up her, her moral quandary. Her whiteboard is now completely full on both sides. It's one of those lecturing uh, whiteboards that, like, flips over. Mm-hmm. Um... And she's sitting down at her desk with a hot mug of cocoa, having seemingly just exhausted herself with the problem when everyone arrives. Hey. Neelith, I should lead here by saying I really did cross a line earlier. I was trying to illustrate a point, but I did it in a very tactless way. I appreciate you apologizing. That's not going to go away anytime soon. Things are not great right now, and that really, that really stung. Uh, I think Philippa just moves on, and she goes, um, 
Slime, I didn't hear from you about the mind-reading situation very much. Also, you have 100 hands. Congratulations. <laughs> I think Philippa, like, in the interests of being, like, trying to be accepting, <laughs> has learned to just, like, ignore it when Slime changes bodies. <laughs> <laughs> so she just talks to this new person who is kind of yellow, like, kind of dripping with yellow slime, and, it, like, assumes this is probably Slime. Um... Also, I didn't get much from you earlier uh, when we discussed before, and I I feel like your input might be the final piece of the puzzle I am missing. Yeah, I think it's fine. I mean, I choose not to take <laughs> over people's brains because, you know, the consequences. And Neela chooses not to read people's brains because they don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. But at the end of the cycle... Our main forms of communication are direct neural integration. So I don't think anyone should make Neela feel bad for talking in the way that they are intended to talk. And living in a society that does not accept their primary form of communication and the work that they put into accommodating that. Thank you. That is really helpful. And that's why I think we should eat the Kitsune's brain. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for your input, Slime. That's very helpful. Also, Neelith, what is your plan uh, for a new body? So, I had been planning to just not have one in the short term because I didn't want to take one by force, and I maintain that. Um... I went to speak to Ruth just because apparently therapy is good for stuff like this and Ruth voluntarily offered to be my new host. Oh. Very well. That is very kind of her. I I I I don't it's we need to we need to get everyone in the town together at some point so everyone can have some some time with Ruth before that happens but yes yeah once once hails back that's 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 my plan I'm going to be out of out of action for a little bit but hopefully back stronger yes and in fact I hope I can facilitate that so On that topic, I have been puzzling over this problem while you have been away, and I realized after much, much debate that I was actually looking at two problems. One was the problem of how you speak, Neelith. Exactly as Slime put it, it is actually just the way that you basically communicate to people. And that problem should be addressed through an agreement with everyone in the town. If we are still to go on a consent basis, then we should put it to the town and ask people if they are okay with you reading their mind in a general sense whenever you need to. So when we get everyone together to let them know about your body, I think we should also ask which people are okay with having their minds read. The other problem is the problem of hail and the other hail. The kitsune 
has been living in our village for many years now without hurting m most uh, <laughs> of us most of us okay yes uh, it seems like he's probably killed some people that's not great <laughs> your your honor <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> your, your your honor. He's only a repeat offender, um, and those bodies. <laughs> you know, listen, they listen. They may have been dead after he killed it, after he killed them. But you know, who can prove what in this world? <laughs> he's he's only actively in the midst of doing an ongoing kidnapping where someone is trapped against their will, <laughs> like actively ongoing, making that choice today and every day going forward. You know. In light of this evidence, I, mo I motion to dismiss the case. <laughs> but, in a, in a sense, the hail that we have known some of us uh, at all is the Hitsune and is just as legitimately our friend and fellow villager as the original hail. I think that on these rights... <sighs> On this basis, he has just as many rights as all of the other citizens, and the Moist Watch should try to honor that as well as possible. So, although I will be moving to try to get Neelith able to read as many minds as people are comfortable with, I also would like you to try to work things through with the Kitsune as well as you possibly can with violence as a very, very, very final resort. And mind reading, in this instance only, I think should be permissible for the sake of rescuing Hale. This is my ruling. I... I... Thank you. First of all, I know that that can't have been easy to come to. Yeah, she was at it for hours. She just kept scribbling and talking to herself. And then she started drawing all of you on the whiteboard and talking to you. It was, please, don't, don't, that's good boy. Shush. <laughs> I very much am being sincere when I say that I, my request here in this one-off instance was based entirely on trying to save Hale and not on any kind of attempt to undermine the decision you'd made about that. I respect that, and I am very grateful that you have said so. But also, I have re-examined the ethics of this case, and I think that there is a plausible way for everyone to have agency and consent and be able to tell you, no, I do not want my mind read, stop it, if they want to, at any time. And also for, your to, for you to be able to use your natural mind-reading communication tendency. I think that with this, once this Kitsune matter is resolved, things can be much better for you, Neelith, here in the town. Thank, thank you. That's okay. I love thinking about how mad Gary Gygax would be if he knew we had turned this into a plot point. Mm -hmm. He's like, <laughs> the non-player characters aren't people. They're just puppets full of experience. You can do whatever you want to them. There are no consequences. <laughs> Sorry, Gygax. I'm 
telling trans stories and caring about non-player characters. Fuck you. <laughs> so paint me the picture of this. I assume Nobi stays behind. Um, is Cat? What would Nilov want to be carried by Cat as usual? Uh, if if possible, yes. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I think Nobi got a, a text to not come to school tomorrow. So is mm-hmm. is uh like, oh um. Hey, uh, shit, completely lost my voice. Um, I have a therapy. Sorry, everyone. I know this is a big deal, but I've got another therapy appointment. It's really important. No worries. It's it's probably important you do that while we still have a therapist in town. Yeah, with it's we're going to wrap up some really important stuff, learn some really crucial te- meditation techniques. Enjoy your session, Nobi. And then Aze uh, leaves, like, arm, like, draped around, like, Basil, like, Basil gently, like, yes, like, oh, come on, let's go, let's go, let's go pass the old ball around, you know, just <laughs> going, got a vibe there. My squad, my squad, my squad, my squad. <laughs> Are we trying to hide Neelith somewhere, stash her away? Just pop me on a shelf near the door when you when you enter, maybe. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I could I could go straight for that. I think yeah, like so. Cat goes in first and just puts Neela straight down on the nearest flat surface, <laughs> just the closest one to the door. Yeah. So the party uh, goes to uh, Hale's place. Cat, you said you enter first. You push the door open with your big lion snoot. Uh, you immediately stash Neelith near the entrance on a bookshelf, and then you all enter the library and start walking between the rows. You do not see uh, Kitsune anywhere. What do you do? Hail! We want to talk about books. More. More books. <laughs> More books. All right, so you're the first one to enter and the first one to speak up, so you are going to get the first barrage because Enri knows you're coming. Uh, 22, um, that's going to hit. Yeah, that's oh. going to hit. Yeah. I'll be in <laughs> <laughs> What was that noise? Mm, I just yes. don't like the hot. She's precious to me. That That is, that's a consummate hit there. Cat is baby. Uh, you are going to take... 14 damage, and I need you to make a wisdom saving throw because what happens is uh, between uh, the books on the shelf, something flies out and stabs into your side. It is a knife Holy shit! made of bone, which was offered, I think the first set of items that were offered to the party were this bone dagger and the book full of fire. Okay. And you chose the book. Would you believe that wisdom is my lowest stat? <laughs> Roll it. Come on. Eight. Mm. <laughs> That's a failure. Cat is inflicted with the status ailment fear. No. Oh no. Scaredy cat. <laughs> Scaredy cat. Yeah. So this dagger shoots out and like just lances into your side, and you feel uh, overwhelmed by like flight or fight response, uh, and, and obviously pain as well. Mm. Uh, but the rest of you can see this the spurt of blood and then the knife handle sticking out, and it's like throbbing with some kind of eldritch magic. As soon as this happens, uh, Basil is going to cast Stone Skin. Uh, which gives an hour of uh, resistance to non-magical bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage. Mm-hmm. We're not quite in uh, initiative yet because you do not know where Inri is. 
No, but we do know where Hale's body is, though. Correct. There's a locked door in here that you know yeah. that Hale is behind. Okay. Basil has a plan. Basil would like to sprint towards that doorway as fast as possible. <laughs> Sick. Roll athletics. A three. Oh, no. Oh, no. Fuck. Yeah, that's a bit... That's a big failure. So what happens is you go off galloping towards the locked door. Oh, and uh, the Sorry, whoop. I was reading the wrong sheet. It's probably not going to be much better. It's a four, sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah, you you fail. You start galloping towards the locked door, and the bookshelves start subtly turning and shifting. Uh, and you not only does it cut off your route, but you find yourself redirected in the exact wrong direction. Um. Mm. Oh, it's a shifting maze. How many spell slots of a How many spell slots of a certain size do I have? I can't think of much at the moment, unfortunately. That I can aid in this direct thing here. Uh, is it okay if Ozzy just spends? Well, actually, no. Um, hmm, do I, I? Yeah, I can't. I. Uh, I don't have the spell <laughs> slot to do what I could do to find Henry here. So. Uh, I guess what Ozzy will just do initially is re uh, reach over to um, Cat and uh, and use a first level spell slot to cast Dignify to do some healing on Cat. Once the thing decides to actually roll, uh, thirteen. Wow, rolled a max in the healing there. So okay, out of my th I rolled a twenty six, and out of my three new maws. I spin while puking a fine slime mist and the mist will like, you know, stop at any point where Arcana is happening so that you get kind of like a 3D map from the point where I puked. You can kind of see if there's any like Arcana shapes happening. Yeah, I mean, that with an incredible arcana roll, uh, you know everything about what's happening. Uh, the same magic that makes this tiny shack have... Uh, you know, a square mile of room inside is also gives Henry control over the the layout, so he can move the shelves at will uh, and cause magic items to attack you. Uh, so that's what's happening. But more importantly, with this high roll, I'll say uh, the the best way to stop it is to find him because he can't concentrate on that and fight you in person. Mm -hmm. And furthermore, because your roll is so incredible, I would say that you can probably sense where the magic is coming from strongest. Because uh, you, you spewed your slime everywhere. So I think you can point... I think he's deliberately set up uh, near the door to guard it, uh, the locked door. So you're, you're t you can tell everyone, like, we well, need to fight to where the door is, where, where, I mean, ba where Basil is trying to go. Let's see. Um, you can bring one willing creature. Does anyone in the, in the party have a way to get through a locked door very quickly? Such as knock or a similar kind of spell? Slime would... Because slime is used to knock in the past, I believe. Okay, if if you're willing to do so, Basil will um tell you to to climb aboard, and will cast Dimension Door to uh transport myself uh, and one willing uh other person to a current location within range. All right. If I can see to the end of that room. Yeah, I mean, you can like peer between the books on the shelves, and you can see uh, the like hallway where it leads to the locked door. You can uh, gallop over and grab onto slime and uh, teleport yeah. over there, and just run through a, a, a mystical door, and suddenly we are there. 
Mm. Uh, so here's how this is going to work is that Slime and Basil need to roll initiative because you're going to be fighting Inri while everyone else tries to figure out how to get out of the the maze. Okay. Cat wouldn't be in the maze because she would be too scared. Like, in the first place, just like... I was going to say, actually, before, Cat's probably, like, retreated to near the door and is saying to Neelith, like, this is a bad idea. It is going badly. We should leave. Yeah, you'll need to make uh, saving throws to get unfrightened. I see a ah. three from Slime. Is that a 17 from you? Uh, 17, 17 for Basil on initiative. Uh, so the icon I'm going to use for Enri is, of course... The fox from Robin Hood, uh, be- <laughs> because Inri is currently anthropomorphic. Uh, he is uh, standing there uh, with two legs, two arms. Another sexy episode. God damn. You're, you're not allowed to make the villain of the season sexy, Austin. Fuck. He keeps doing this to us. Yeah. Uh, a notable thing about the way he's dressed is that it's not, uh, you know, the hail outfit. His cover has been blown. You don't know how he knows, you know, obviously the audience and we know it was Nobi, but he has uh, ditched Hale's outfit and is now wearing like a, a pretty nice uh, suit. He looks like he's he's dressed up to to do business, like maybe as the leader of the yokai village, you know, for it's formal attire. Uh, but he has two items. Uh, one is. One is the shield that was described in uh, Gone Goblin. It is a like a giant mirror, like a, a wall mirror, which has been turned into a buckler, which is like an arm shield. He has like a strap you can hold, uh, you can put your arm through so you have the shield on your arm. Uh, but it's a mirror, which has like a crack in it. Very strange kind of shield. Uh, the other item is the baton you were offered. You were offered a choice between the baton and the paintbrush. Uh, cat and you pick the paintbrush so these are all I, all items that have been offered to the party and were not chosen is how enemy is going to fight you and this baton crackles with some kind of energy and the the shield appears magical uh basil you're up first you see uh Inri in front of the door and i think he sees you uh, like just walk out of a dimension door uh gallop out with slime and just says you know i've never actually been busted before I got away with it for a couple years, so I'm not going to say it's embarrassing, but it does hurt my pride a bit. Yeah, that's still pretty good. Look, I have no desire to kick your ass, but there is someone behind that door who needs protecting and has a right to be out in that th- that village. Tell us how to let them, uh, let them out, or we will have to kick your ass. Well, I'm willing to die for my cause, so let's find out if you are. I'm still wondering why. Are you going to do a monologue? <laughs> You're the villains here. Oh, we are? Uh, none of us have a person locked up in a room unable to leave. Long ago, I was a forest. And back then... <laughs> is this not the monologue? Are we the I, bad guys? I, I have very little understanding of morality, but from what I understand, kidnapping, very frowned upon. Oh, right. Why did you do that? Uh... Okay, so talking's a free action, but I do feel like if, if it's your turn and you're going to spend it doing this, I am going to have Henry do some stuff. I'm just warning you. Hey, uh, can we get a monologue on why you did that to Hale? Henry <laughs> <laughs> uh, says, Hale was hoarding magical items from the travelers. You have no idea how much stuff he had in here. It's a an arsenal of weapons beyond your imagining. I've given them back to the people. 
Oh, okay. I don't know. How would, how would you feel if your local librarian had like several nukes in their closet? <laughs> I don't know. Are they going to use it? I, mean, I know my local librarian. I feel really <laughs> safe, honestly. Wait, where are these magic nukes that you've given back to the people? Uh, in the background, you hear Kat uh, wailing in agony as one of the extremely dangerous magical yeah. items is in her guts. <laughs> Does, doesn't doesn't sound like you're being much more trustworthy with them, to be honest. Quite frankly, I'm disappointed at the lack of complexity to this plan. It was just you wanted to have cool stuff? No, that's not neither my plan nor my motivation. You just asked why Hale deserved to be in a deep sleep, which, by the way, is not harming him. He doesn't. He's not aging. He's Other not. than the harm of not being able to live or exist. Was he planning on using these? It seems like he was just collecting them, and now you have them, and you're using them inappropriately. I'm sure you would feel you would feel it was harming you if you were put into an eternal sleep that you could not leave, while other people got to decide what happened out in the world without you. All right, with that, uh, Enri brandishes the baton, which makes a strange noise. Uh, it's like almost a thunderous clap that comes out of this uh, black plastic uh, and metal stick. It's basically a, it's a police nightstick almost, but with some kind of weird spell, which blasts a thunderclap at all of you. Uh, strength, constitution, saving throw, not to be knocked down. Uh, not all of you, just Basil and Slime, who's in this fight. Uh. Thirteen. Four. Yeah, Slime, you are scattered. I mean, you're into the Hecatonkery's body, so I guess you're not really used to it. Uh, and you, all your arms go flailing as you fall over. <laughs> um, Basil, you, you managed to just like kind of slide back a little on your hooves, but you are not knocked prone. Uh, I'm, I'm made of stone. I've got natural grounding. <laughs> uh, thunder, not lightning. You didn't take any damage. Hooray! Uh, it's still your turn, Basil. You can attack, or we can continue this conversation. Also, Cat, uh, you can make uh, wisdom saving throws to get unfrightened, or Aze, you can try to get out of the maze if you would like. Six. <laughs> um, nope, you pee yourself a little. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I don't wear pants. Aze, uh, 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 before going to the maze, was going to go back and aid, use her action to aid um cat to give them advantage on the saving throw in some way just trying to pep talk them back into it 17 i'm way better at this actually yeah so aze helps you get past it uh how does that look uh aze like 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 sees cat retreating back to the entrance and uh runs back and like kneels down uh putting an arm upon Cat's head. Uh, he looks into Cat's eyes and it's like, Cat, I, I, I need you to be brave for us. I'm. I, I miss my friends and I want to make sure that they're safe and I need you to help me make that happen, Cat. So come on. We can do this. And Cat stops peeing. And gets and gets up and says to Neela in the cup, read uh, the Kitsune's mind, and then charges into the maze. Oh, heck. So I'm being charged into the maze as Neela. Then you are being charged into the maze. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. I forgot. Ozzy was forgot what like what the statement was. I was like, "Let's fuck them up." Was was gonna be the thing that Ozzy was gonna try to do with a uh, cat there. 
Oh dang! Can we do? Should we, should yeah, we do that? I, I, that would be awesome. We should do that. As <laughs> uh, Ozzy looks at Cat and just nods and says, "All right, let's." Is it, uh, wait, how do you do this with no even like I need it? Let's go fuck. That's what you. Uh, that's the part yeah. you have to say. Oh, okay. let's go fuck. <laughs> like, like, All right, Cat. Uh, let's go fuck them up. Yes. And like you know, it's like there's like just like the like like there's like a like a like pound like pound fist sort of motion there, and then Neilith gets picked up. And... Okay, I never thought I would hear a sketch character say the words "Let's go fuck." <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that's gonna that, 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 that's um... gonna be that's gonna be clipped for eternity there. So <laughs> <laughs> that's an editable take of that. Yeah, there so is. yeah, Cat is charging Neelith into the maze to go uh, do the mind read. There you go. Well, yeah, so the bookcases are still moving, and you're going to cool. need to spend some time and some abilities getting out of there. Well, let's go back to the fight. Uh, Enri has tried to knock you down with the baton. Basil, you still haven't attacked. What do you do or say? Look, at this point, we know you're not Hale. What would you lose by letting Hale be free now? I already have my victory assured, whichever way this goes. But this is a matter of pride. I need to win this because fuck you. What did we ever do to you? So here's, here's, here's the thing. I'm going to be straight with you. I could respect you if you let Hale go now. I could respect you if you took this opportunity to go, oh, people know that I'm here and use that opportunity to tell us what it is you're trying to do, because it's very clear that in some misguided way you are trying to help this town. Have a conversation. Tell us what it is you are trying to do. We do not need to fight. You, the secrecy is unnecessary. Have an monologue. I could respect you if you just told us what you were trying to do to save everyone and you didn't keep a needless hostage. Unfortunately, your respect isn't worth anything to me. Uh, and <laughs> well, how about this, Eldritch Blast? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Eldritch Blast me. Uh, right. How do I Eldritch Blast? It's been a while. It's been a while. Uh, does a nine hit? It does not. No. Uh, twenty-one. Does that hit? It would, but as a reaction, Enri absorbs it with the shield. Oh, piss. Okay. Well, that's fine. Okay, cool, right? So the uh, oil, uh, like the oily stuff you talked about your Eldritch Blast being made out of, like the machine oil, wells up on your horn and then shoots out like a, you know, like a fire hose. And Enri brings up this uh, mirror that is on his arm and it glows with a strange magic. The crack, especially, it seems like there's some kind of uh, enchantment almost bursting through the crack and it just uh, slurps up all the oil and you see the glass turn black. Um, and then it is Enri's turn and he says, nice spell. I think, uh, I'll think I'll give it a spin. And he's going to Eldritch Blast you. Oh my God. Okay. He's just got the Uno reverse card as a magical item. <laughs> uh 14 uh what is my that does hit me uh -huh, the classic tactic no you <laughs> uh what what kind of what kind of damage is that it's force damage it sure is 
is that the one one of the ones I'm currently resistant to? Not for stone skin, no. I believe it's only for non-magical piercing, slashing, and bludgeoning. Oh yeah, you're right. Yes. Okay. Unfortunately for Enri, he does not have the uh, Eldritch Invocation, which gives him additional Eldritch Blast damage like you, so it's going to do less. Uh, nine, as uh, the oil bursts out of the shield through the crack and slams into you painfully. Okay, yeah, that's 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 acceptable. Yeah. Enri uh, turns to you, Slime. Uh, you are you were actually prone because you're on the ground, but uh, I, decided, I decided to attack... Uh, uh, Basil for the flavor, but uh, it's your turn. You can get up. Hey, I'm getting up, but I also want to know why you haven't prepared a monologue. You've been doing this for years. You didn't think anyone was going to confront you. You didn't have a monologue. <laughs> been waiting for a monologue. That does seem pretty lame. I've existed for like two minutes, and I, even I know you meant to have a monologue. Yeah, you have a monologue to explain your intention to the people who are going to die so that somebody can have the glory of knowing your true plans without the consequences. We're obviously going to die. Please monologue. I'm so sorry to disappoint you. I'm just a simple man trying to keep my village safe. I'm not whatever you think I am. From what? <laughs> Discord cut you off because you yelled. What did you say? From what? Once again, I feel like you're going to be disappointed. There's no ancient prophecy. There's no elder evil. It's just the world is dangerous. The village is... From what? What? Huh? The village is located at a very important nexus between the old world and the new world. Whoever controls this land is a very important person. And only Voya has the wisdom to decide who gets to enter the new world. Well, no, okay, we're getting somewhere. Voya. Is Voya somewhere around? Why don't you ask your cop, buddy? Well, I would, but they're trapped in a maze right now. <laughs> yeah, uh, so actually, here's two things are going to happen. One, we're going to cut back to Cat Naze running through the maze, and the other thing that's going to happen is that the dagger, made of bone and pulsing with uh, evil magic, is going to fly up off the ground. Uh, like Yondu's arrow from Guardian of the Galaxy, and it's going to chase you through the uh, maze, folks. Uh, so both of you, dexterity saving throw. Oops, I didn't mean to click. Mm, de- dexterity saving throw as the dagger chases you. Three. Oh, no. Oops. Come on. Uh, Come on. Ten for Aze. Uh, okay, so it does hit Cat, who failed the dexterity saving throw. You can't be re-frightened again, but you're going to get hit with that 19, and you're going to take some damage. Okay. Uh, 29? No, sorry, wrong. Nope, too many with dice. <laughs> 15. <laughs> as the dagger chases you through the maze and slams into your butt cheek. Ah, oh, my butt cheek. <laughs> uh, uh, look out, watch out for your butt cheeks. Uh. Oh, gosh. All right. <laughs> also, Neelith is here. Also, Neelith is, yes. <laughs> All right. Here is my solution to try to navigate through the maze of the bookshelves. And that is to use locate object on an, one of the items in Hale's possession. Like the kids in his possession? Or, or actual Hale's possession? It doesn't matter. Either way, it's going to get us pointed in a certain direction there. Well, one, thing, one way it matters is that I'm not sure that you've seen the Kitsune and what the Kitsune is holding. 
And the other way it matters is that I don't know that you know what Hale in his coma is holding, right? Well, uh, the way it was was Hale. Well, I guess it describes how depends on how Hale was described. Whether they were just whether he was just dressed as he normally was in there, or whether he was, you know, naked or something in there. But also that's one thought there that I had. But even if he was dressed as he's normally dressed, sorry to be pedantic, but like you know, if it's been like years, like what item are you, you know, um, necessarily? Actually, this I am. Uh, this is we could uh, look look at something that one of our friends has got, right? Um, Ozzy is going to cast object triangulation on Slime's um, spellcasting focus. Yeah. I'm going to leave in that part of you arguing because I also think that people are going to uh, be able to argue that you already know where they are generally. It's just navigating through the maze. That's the problem. And I'm not saying this doesn't help. I'm just saying there's a good faith argument that I shouldn't allow it. And so I want all the arguments out there so you know that we thought of it <laughs> yeah. and we decided it doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, because my sole standpoint here, like, I, I just, I, all I can offer up are skill checks like survival and stuff like that to try to figure out, like, yeah, what directions right. to go because I figured that as we're going to get turned around by the bookshelves, like we might get legitimately lost in there is all. So, um, I rolled a 15 on survival. Could we say that cat also uses, you know, a, a natural animal sense of guiding through that, uh, that helps with it as well. Yeah. I think these are two, uh, uh great, uh, ideas. And I think, uh, we need rule of three. We need a third idea, but we'll have to come back because these two things are happening simultaneously. So you're making progress through the maze. Uh, Cat's Instinct and Aze's Spells. Mm-hmm. Two great flavors that taste great together. Yeah. Uh-huh. Also a knife, which is stabbing you in the butt. So <laughs> a third flavor. Mm-hmm. There's a third flavor involved, which is butt stabs. It's pain. Yeah. Uh, Slime, do you want to uh, attack in your turn order, or do you want to continue uh, trying to figure stuff out with uh, words? I'm going to cast Blight. Oh, I have a great constitution save. Uh, wow, I changed <laughs> Get it. Get fucked. Yeah, <laughs> 11. Oh, dear. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Holy shit. Okay, okay, oh, on. God. Oh, man. Oh, God. Oh, man. Oh, jeez. 46! Holy Christ. Uh, yeah, so paint this picture. This is a brutal blow. I shouldn't have used my reaction on <laughs> the Eldritch Blast. <sighs> I open my three maws and my five eyes turn yellow <laughs> as out of my mouth thousands and thousands of spores come out of my mouth. My three mouths. And in that sound, you hear the ominous, like, chorus. I forgot what it's called again. And they all swarm on top of the kitsune. And they all grab on. And then they start sucking out the body fluids. And each one has the little pustule that grows. Adorable. Uh, Basil and Slime, dexterity saving throw as the baton whirs to life again and tries to knock you down with a blast of thunder. Fifteen. Nice. Can't knock me down. I got four legs. I'm so stable. Sixteen. Yeah. Neither of you get knocked down, <laughs> although for the the narrative flavor that does disperse the spores, um, uh, because they're we, eating. We don't get knocked down, which means we don't have to get back up again. Yeah. <laughs> I have more hands than ever. You can't stop me. <laughs> Chumbawamba finds a way, no matter what season it is. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, I think Henry, like, kind of with a disgusted, pained look on his face for you sucking his juices out with spores, says, yeah, I'm definitely the villain here. It's the person who's a corpse who shoots vampiric spores and not the handsome gentleman fighting for love. Okay. I love that he added handsome. All right, love? Where's the love from? What, love? Boya. You never explain these things. Please communicate. Cat, do you yell that? Oh, do I? Yeah, cat. Yeah, you know what? Cat yells from from across the maze. He loves Voya. He means Voya. So, so it really sounds like you want to give us a monologue. You keep giving us little tiny bits of the monologue. Just give us the monologue. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe this fight's gonna go down in history as the one where they bullied the villain into monologuing. Uh, <laughs> Basil, it's your turn. Monologue. Monologue. Yeah. I mean, Enri says, what do you want to hear? You've already figured out who I am. What what don't you know? Well, it would have been nice it was if it was a presented in a cohesive way and you keep adding more information as we fight. Wait, 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 where is where is Voya? Are they going to be back in charge of the town and are you going to have to do any kind of evil deeds to get that to occur? Now you're saying you you love Voya. Also, you judged my appearance and not my actions. It was what some people call rude. <laughs> Hale was an unhinged, dangerous person who fired plasma beams at anyone who looked at him wrong and hoarded dangerous items. It was only a matter of time before it was a direct threat to the village. Do you want me to admit that it personally benefited me that Hale had come into possession of an item? which help is going to help me restore Voya to the governorship? Sure, it benefits me, okay? But I'm also willing to die for this. It's not, it's for your, it's for the people, all right? That is not a decision you get to make unilaterally. You do not get to decide what is right for the village without consulting anyone when it means, um... Taking people prisoner and keeping them keeping them captive when it means manipulating everyone who lives here. You do not get to be the sole arbiter of what is right for this town. This is definitely a lot more complicated than it needed to be. I, too, have taken over a town with mind-bending powers. <laughs> it wasn't necessary. This is, uh, this is a lot. You could have just uh, turned him in or killed him. But no, you had a complicated set of magic and manipulation. Clearly, there's some sort of fun going on. You say I don't get to unilaterally decide, but I was governor, so I literally did. Uh, that Those are the rules. Legally, I I did get to unilaterally decide that. Also, I, I wasn't even unilateral. I literally planned this with another governor and the town therapist, so... Well, you are not you are not the governor anymore, and we are taking that person out of your closet. All right, have fun. Um, Basil is going to attempt to eldritch blast the door. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, fifteen and nineteen. Do those both sufficiently hit a non-moving door? Yeah, you shoot out two blasts, which, like, uh, you know, helix across the room, uh, sw- swooshing around each other, and they spiral into the door and just uh, just smash at the smithereens. There's no longer a door. 
Um, Basil is going to start walking in simply to try and pick up Hale. All right, so a couple of things are going to happen here. Once is you take an uh, attack of opportunity. Uh, yep. Uh, for trying to walk past the Kitsuno. That's an 18, so that's going to hit. That's going to hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you take 20 damage. Uh, he hits you with the, the, the baton, which uh, does that explosive thunder uh, blast, but instead of it being a wave to push you away, it's like a riot control baton, uh, it is mm. directed d- into your body because he hits you with it point blank. Um, uh, I'm I'm going to use an ability called Forged Body, which is one of the abilities I get from the machine. Um, twice per long or short rest, when taking damage, I can use my reaction to halve the damage. All right. Uh, how does that look? Is it like when it, uh, it gets redirected because you're like made out of machine uh, magic and it's like it's somewhere you have like a little speaker, which like <laughs> lets out some of the thunder energy? I, I, I like to think it's more like a um, like a lightning rod situation and the narwhal horn is just like siphoning some of it away. Mm, yeah, the horn can definitely glow. Yeah. Uh, it, narwhal horns are their teeth, right? Yeah, so it's just going to be one very warm tooth. <laughs> cool. Uh, so that's the first thing. Uh, second thing is it's actually Inri's turn. Uh, so he is going to... Uh, he gestures with the baton as if conducting an orchestra, and another item th- uh, comes to attack you. Uh, this time, actually, it like, falls out of the sky. It was like hiding in the rafters. Uh, it is the petrified hand holding the petrified knife. Uh, the last episode, Slime, you did not choose. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's going to attack you, Slime. Uh, we love the irony here. Uh, 20, that's going to hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are going to take, uh, wow, 22 damage, full damage on uh, that die. Rude. Uh, you need to make a constitution saving throw to save against the spell Flesh to Stone. Uh, okay. I will read that to the audience. But Seven. Uh, you fail. So, Great. Flesh to Stone, you attempt to turn one creature you can see within range into stone. Uh, bup, bup, bup. On a failed save, it is restrained as its flesh begins to harden. Uh, you obviously are made of slime, so your slime's hardening. Restrained means your speed moves, your speed becomes zero. Uh, any attack rolls against the creature have advantage, and the creature's attacks have disadvantage, and the creature has disadvantage on saving throws, dex saving throws. Uh, so furthermore, uh, a creature restrained by the spell must make another constitution saving throw at the end of each of its turns. If it successfully saves three times, the spell ends. If it fails three times, it is turned to stone. Ow. Uh, so, yep, that was the item you didn't pick. Slime? Okay. I'm going to cast Blight again because, no, I'm going to cast. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh huh. Hmm. Shit fuck is a great spell. <laughs> this this uh, petrified knife and hand fall out of the rafters and just like impale you through the top of the head, which is not as lethal as it would be to anyone else. And you just, the stone texture starts uh, creeping across the Hecatonkery's head. I'm thinking about one last thing I could do before I'm stonified that would help everyone. It takes three turns, but. Oh, okay. Then I'm, I'm blighting. I'm going to blight again. <laughs> All right. We blighting, fam. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to brag about my save this time. Last time it did bite me in the butt. Uh, 27. Fuck. There we go. Oh. Still man. take half, though. Okay. All right. Here we go. 
8, d8. All right. 33, so half of that. Okay, so I was thinking uh, if, if I should be able to absorb this with the shield, but because this is a uh, saving throw spell and not an attack, I'm going to say it's like a too wide of a range of spores to absorb uh, successfully like the Eldritch Blast. Um, so yeah, it's like this this you know cloud of melting spores settles on. No, 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 the spores go and they suck out the fluids in the body. <laughs> okay, it's a bad time for him regardless. He definitely seems upset by this. Um Cat and Aze, you're still going through the maze. Uh, what do you What do you do next? Um, okay, so the other thing that Aze will do is cast a second level version of the Traveler's Journey on himself and Cat to give us increased movement speed to try to one get away from the knife and also try to get through the maze faster as we navigate through. Yeah, so that's rule of three. I'd say you could probably turn a corner and see the fight up ahead. It looks like Basil's trying to make a run for the door. Uh, Slime is turning to stone, but also drinking Inri from the inside. So you're trying to run up on this fight. Uh, Dexterity save both of you as the knife comes in for another stab. 14. 17. Uh, Once again, Cat, the knife hates you. Come on. Oh, come on. 28 hits. (laughs) What the fuck? Uh, I don't... What did you say to this nice family? <laughs> uh, 20 damage. Come on. Ugh. I, regardless, Cat's like, uh, Neelith, can you see in his mind now? Am I close enough, Austin? Uh, yeah, sure. Let's say you, you, as the rest of the, the party catches up, I, I'm just going to add Kat and uh, Ozzy to the back of the order here. You can roll initiative if you want to figure that out. Uh, but let's say Neelith is close enough to detect thoughts if you would like. Yeah, let's detect thoughts. Um, so wisdom saving throw that's going to be. All right, this is Inri saving against Detect Thoughts. Uh, a botch! <laughs> oh, oh, I get right up in that brain, huh? Everyone has a botch as a little treat. <laughs> okay, so um, my aim was to just get the information on um, how do we wake Hale from being asleep. But with a botch, do, do I get anything else while I'm in there? Full-blown lobotomy. Scanners him. Oh my god. <laughs> no, don't well, uh, do this to Neela. <laughs> uh, why don't you read uh, Detect Thoughts for the audience so you know exactly what the parameters are for the going deeper part. Okay, yes. Um, so for the duration of the spell, um, which is up to a minute, you can read, you can read thoughts. Um, you initially learn the surface level thoughts of the creature, what's on its mind in that moment. Uh, as an action, you can shift your attention to uh, either another creature's thoughts or attempt to probe deeper into the same creature's mind. If you probe deeper, the target must make a wisdom saving throw. If it fails, you gain insight into its reasoning, if any, its emotional state, and something that looms large in its mind. Um, so yeah, I can I can do a big deep dive on that brain. And hopefully get... I'm hoping that because we are trying to take Hale out, how to wake Hale up will be will be on that mind enough that I can <laughs> grab it. Yeah, um, I think everyone keeps asking about Hale, and so in the thoughts you see uh, a memory of Inri as a, you know, the anthropomorphic kitsune uh, 
putting Hale in the glass case, like laying him in there, like Sleeping Beauty and closing it. Uh, and he is holding a star map, Ooh. Uh, like one of the star maps Aze uses to cast his spells. Um, and it seems to be uh, important, that item. Um, you also see uh, the Akashic Stone glowing in his mind, just this giant stone covered in glowing blue runes. Um, and you see an image of, I think as he's being <laughs> literally drained of his fluids by the blight, uh, you see like him picturing his own death as like they you know rip the fluids out of his body and he dies. Uh, and you see uh, Hale waking up. Oh gosh, is the only way for Hale to wake up for us to kill the Kitsune? Uh, I botched on my detect thoughts, so I guess I'll just go ahead and say, uh, Inri set it up that there could only be one. Either he succeeded or he failed. Uh, okay, well, there is no peaceful solution to this then. Um, um, Neelith is going to communicate that to the rest of the party. Neelith hasn't read anyone's mind in a while and then read the whole mind. <laughs> Smoke the whole pack, Neelith. <laughs> yeah, yeah, real, real, real all or nothing. <laughs> Lord help her, we turned her back to the old her. Um... Uh, so Basil, you took the uh, the attack of opportunity to run past Inri. The door is shattered, you see hail under glass, but I guess you also get Neelith's psychic communique, which tells you the way to wake up Hale is to kill Inri. What do you do standing in that doorway? I'm I'm torn up, but I'm 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 if no one objects, I'm doing this. And uh we'll start firing some more Eldritch blasts at the Kitsune. Mm-hmm. Fourteen and twenty. Fourteen misses, twenty hits, but I use my reaction to absorb it into my shield, and now it's mine. Okay, that's fine. That's uh, another use that that I assume and I hope that this is me using up some kind of resource you've got. I have one reaction every round. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's 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 uh, with with any remaining movement, Basil is going to continue to keep running. Um. So with uh that, let's see here. So the rest of the team has joined the fight, and Henry looks at all of them and says, "I think Voya would be proud." I'm so over overwhelmed with these numbers and I'm I'm being really courageous and I just want you all to recognize <laughs> that. I recognize your courage. 25 is the Eldritch Blast being redirected at Slime. So that's going to hit. Slime, you have done literally every point of damage to Henry. <laughs> uh, so nine to you. Uh, and now it's nine your Nine damage turn. to me? You uh, need to... Okay. Correct. Uh, constitution saving throw vis-a-vis uh, you turning to stone. Um, Aze, invo- Aze invokes cosmological relationship to Benefic. Added roll d6. Add that to the roll. 1d6? <laughs> One! <laughs> Woo! I put all 100 hands into the middle <laughs> finger before I turned into stone. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's only that's only your second failure, right? Yeah, you got one more. That's only your second. You need three failures. Yeah. Oh, I get another one? Yeah. But N- a- Next turn. Yeah. Okay. Next turn, yeah. A couple dozen hands turned to stone, but the middle finger is frozen <laughs> there. Yeah, I, I want to do Ray of Sickness, please. 
casting it. You are you are restrained. You have disadvantage. They're both twenty four. Get wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Okay, so uh, roll the damage there. Let me think. Oh fuck. Fuck you, slime. You you soloed this boss. You're, you're so powerful with your hell hellishly cool new body. Yeah. Uh, you're not taking this one from me, dude. <laughs> this yeah. cool. Yeah, we went shopping at everything. 23. All right. Uh, so, wow. Wow, 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 wow. Um, all three of my maws open and start. This is Ray of Sickness. Okay. And they all, like, kind of, like, turn a little as much as they can and start spewing every piece of um, gross-ass puke at them this is slime puke by the way so it's not like gastrointestinal okay so don't worry about that it doesn't smell bad uh, that's at, not what he's worried about right now but go ahead okay. <laughs> at, at this fucking dude and it just drenches them head to toe and it burns and it's just gross and <laughs> And you can, and there's actually steam coming off of them from all like the chemical burns and acid burns. Nice. Yeah, yeah. And since I hit so hard, you know, like the flesh is like coming off of their body, and like you can see their bones. Yeah, uh, it's funny that you say that because I was literally gonna say the the, the fur has been melted away, the skin is bubbling. You like do see bones peeking out. Uh, he throws away the baton and the shield. Uh, and it just bursts into flames. Uh, this concussive blast begins dominoing the bookshelves in here. Things are immediately, all of you are uh, hit by just like heat on your face uh, as uh, Inri is engulfed in flames. Um, and it is time to switch out the icon from Robin Hood to Ninetales. Mm. Oh, shit. Shit. Uh, because as the fire dies down, uh, you see Inri has taken on his default kind of classic form of the golden nine-tailed fox with the uh, orange uh, tips at the end of the gradient there, the end of the tails. Um, he is surrounded by this aura of fire. All the magic items are like scattered throughout the, the library as the bookshelves all start tumbling and the space begins uh, warping like the ground uh, and the ceiling and the walls all start like twisting and moving he's losing control over this space I know this isn't the important thing right now but I'm trying to do the maths on where, uh, on how many more quadrupeds we need in this village before it's more quadruped than biped <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was slime Aze you're up uh, you see Inri has been soloed by slime but now he has uh, ditched any pretenses of uh, you know human like behavior he is now an animal uh, fireballs begin forming on the tips of his nine tails um, what do you do? Aze will in view his wild shape to get the form of the manipulator on his body um, which will allow him to get a shot that he can shoot off against Inri as a bonus action so he will just do 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 uh, that's a crit. God. So basically, like, yeah, so, like, the the forms of the snake in hand trace along Aze's arms. One hand is holding the 
compass style star map. He lifts a hand and a ray shoots out at Inri as he takes uh, 11 uh, radiant damage. Nice. He does that while closing the distance over to Slime to spend his action casting a third level imbue constellation because that's the only spell slot he has left that can cast this spell um, to grant um, himself and Slime with the Bear's Endurance variant of it. So Slime will have advantage on constitution checks. Oh, no, it's not saving throws. Shit. Well, we talked about this before. Damn. Um, he will still commit to it. Um, and some temporary hit points. So like he's just pr offering some protection for himself and slime while we're kind of closing the distance up to Enri kind of staring the Kitsune down. Yeah. So you have joined the fight. You, sh you shoot him. Um, he looks at you. There's like beady little Fox eyes, which are like just deep blood red. And he says, I really tried Aze to be a father to you. It's hard, you know, I don't expect you to forgive me, but I tried. You, you had a terrible way of showing it. You're right. All right. He does not make an attempt to defend his uh, tenure as your stepdad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, all right. That's Ozzy's turn. Straight up normal, regular, regular attack time. Time for a regular, <laughs> regular, regular, regular little spicy with the claws. That's what's up. Yep. Do that twice and let's see if we get some hits in there. Yo. Oh, please. <laughs> 20. 12. Yeah, 20 hits. 12 damage. All right. So you run up and you start just clawing at the fox. It's lion versus fox. Yeah, I'll slash his face with my claws. Uh, I mean, I'm just going to keep throwing out those Eldritch Blasts. That's all I really got got left in me right now. All right. He can't absorb them anymore, so... Yep. Uh, 13 and 18. A 18 hits. Okay. Oh. oh, I actually get to roll damage for once. <laughs> Yay! Um... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even have the the thing up for how much damage it does because I was just like, oh, never get, it's not gonna do anything. I'll just use up the the thing. I guess it's okay. d10 plus two uh, or plus three or something like that. Uh, twelve damage. Nice. Uh, you shoot him in the back with your oil as he's facing uh Aze. Um, he feels like all of you closing in from every side. Uh, uh, <laughs> unfortunately, all the bookshelves have been knocked over. And the heat coming off of this kitsune is starting to light uh, the, the paper on fire. So uh, in the corners of the library, a inferno begins enkindling. You fucker. You fucker, you set the library on fire! Oh no, don't don't let the water in the in the pan boil. There's a little neelith in there. <laughs> uh, Aze and Kat, uh, fireball, dexterity saving throw. One day I will successfully save with a dexterity. One day. Okay, then Ozzy's going to invoke saving face and get a bonus to it to make it 16. Uh, yep, that does save. Uh, so 31 to Cat, 15 to Ozzy. Cool. Cat has one uh, hit point left, so... Um, <laughs> Holy shit. What does that mean? Well, that seems like a bad time. 
to be cat. Well, let's find out. Slime, it's your turn. I cast a third level ray of sickness because that's all I have right now. All right. Let's go. 12. Oh, yeah. Okay. So uh, you rolled a 21, which would have hit, but you're restrained. So you have to take the 12, which means you miss. Uh, the, the, you start vomiting again. Inri, uh, you know, runs to the side and you're too uh, petrified to turn your head to follow him. So constitution saving throw. Ah, 11. All right. Slime is turned to stone. All hands, middle finger, uh-huh. 100 middle fingers in all directions, up, down, the ground, in the sky, mm-hmm. <laughs> left, right, everywhere. Um, all right, Ozzy, it's your turn again. Yeah, um, Ozzy is going to uh, do his bonus action attack first, so that will be 26. Oh, yeah. Uh, so Aze will shoot off his bonus action shot for 13 damage. Um, and then follow up by uh, his action will be to move up to Cat and use his uh, first level spell slot to cast Dignify to heal Cat up by six um, mm. minimum damage. Uh, well, it's something. It's something. Unfortunately, Thank it's minimum healing. Anyway. But Aze is just like, he has two spell slots left, so he's just trying to burn through what he can to keep things going. Okay. Uh, I mean, I, I got, I really got the one move in fights. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna slash and slash. That's what I'm up to. 18. Hit. And 11. Alright. Oh, this is gonna be so close. Uh, 12 damage. Slash, slash and damage. All right, so cat, you continue trying to maul Inri, and this is just a pure animal fight. This is some animal planet shit. <laughs> as you two are tearing at each other, Aza, you're trying to heal, but you're just running out of magic at this point. Um, I think uh, Inri pushes Cat away and gets enough space uh, to address you again, and says, "Voya never needed an apprentice. It's not your fault." She never needed you. Voya may not have needed me, but she wanted me to be there. That was her choice. That's why I tried. Okay. Uh, I have healing magic. I remember I have that that doesn't require spell slots. Um, Basil on cat is going to use healing touch, which can be used three times a day. Um, to help you regain 2d8 plus 2 hit points. Well, that sounds like a lot of hit points, potentially. Yeah. Plus removes all diseases and neutralizes all poisons, if you've got any of those going on. <laughs> Not as far as I know, but I won't after this, so that's cool. <laughs> uh, 2d8 plus 2. You can have 15 health back. Oh, hell yes. Okay, yeah. That's a lot more stable, Jesus. Hooray! Hooray! <laughs> uh, it's Inri's turn. He looks at Slime, who's petrified. Basil and Aze are both trying to heal Cat. Um, and he sees his only chance to win this fight, which is a uh, fireball on everybody, unless, uh, Basil, you can heal from a distance. Um, 
uh, touches another creature with its horn. Yeah. So I have to be... Oh, no, wait, no. I can do it from a distance if I walk three... Uh, no, that's extend the range of an attack. Saving Deck saving throws for everyone, I take it? Mm-hmm. Uh, this has not gone well for me historically. All right. 19. Oh, baby. Uh, four for Aze. Uh, crit 21. 37 uh, to Aze, uh, 18 to everyone else. Yeah. Aze is not dead. Oh my god. Okay, so all of you are gathered around Kat trying desperately to heal her. You're all bunched together. A classic mistake. And Inri just tries to <laughs> annihilate all of you with a very powerful spell. Um, I have four hit points left. I have three. That's okay. You survived the attack. That's what's important. Yes. <laughs> Aze will look at Henry with like almost a sad look on his face. I didn't want to do this to you, but if you ref if you ref if you hate me so much that you don't want to talk to me, I will give you what you seem to desire so much. And he's going to attack him twice. First with his um, bonus action attack uh, for seventeen. Does not hit. Uh okay. Mm, mm, mm. One second. Uh oh. Hobgoblins. Fight your dad. Fight your uh, dad. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. It's that's that's not gonna work because I have to with a creature I see, so it can't really be me that does the benefit invoking. So kick your step nope. ass. Um, but then kick he's gonna step ass. He's going to do a manipulator's mark as his follow up attack. That's gonna miss as well. So he tries to shoot at um Inri twice, and both shots unfortunately miss their marks. Um. Um, as he just can't pull the trigger on his dad. Um, so you have to leave the cat to finish the job here. In, yeah, Henry, you shoot twice out of him. He dodges, dodges. Uh, he still has uh, seven fireballs on his tail. And he says, I don't hate you, Aze. I hate what you represent. That someday Voya would need to be replaced. Yeah, well, you know, you know I just got the, that one move. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> 10 no. and a 14. No, come oh, on. But, uh, 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 I'm going to invoke the last benefit on that. Roll d6, add it to the 14. Oh my god, this is going to be so close. Audience, if you could see these numbers. Oh, please. Wait, what about... I'll just do it through the menu. I'll uh, just do it through Oh, the you got slash, slash our d6. 3, 17? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I already told you 17 doesn't hit. No! Oh. oh, Basil, Basil, oh fuck. Oh. Save. Okay, fuck it. Save your dad. Let's, Eldritch Blast. All right. 18. That does hit. 16 isn't going to hit. So oh no. Have to do that damage. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Nine damage. Oh god, it's so close. It's not enough. I have to be no! honest. It's not Okay. <laughs> we're back to Inri, and I have to say oh, that no. we're not playing on graph paper, but I assume you're all moving away from each other after the bunching up together. Oh yeah, yeah, that didn't yeah. go well last time. Yeah. Yeah. Cat, uh you were doing a lion's share of damage. That wasn't even intentional. I didn't mean to say lion's share. <laughs> Dexterity saving throw. No, because I only have four, so it's definitely... Oh, come on. I believe in you. You're going to be okay. Ten. So I... Yeah, no. 
No. So you're down to zero. Not killed Fuck. outright, but down to zero. <sighs> oh Jesus Christ! Pay me the picture when you get knocked unconscious. You get to do. You get to do it in a cool way on Dice Funk. Uh, yeah, I think that. Um, I don't know what's the cool way to like charge at someone. Don't land any attacks and get blasted in the face. <laughs> no, you hit. You, you bit him a bunch of times, so you've been doing a lot of damage. Is it like you lunge and he just sh- hits no, you? No, that's a good point. I think over the. I think if we think about the last few turns instead of just this turn, then it makes a lot more sense that what what's happened is that Cat has like pounced on him and has been like clawing at him and clawing at him, and finally the way that Inri finds to like get Cat off him is just to blast her as hard as he can with this fireball uh-huh and that's and and so i imagine she would go flying across the room and hit into a bookshelf a bunch of bookshelf books all fall on the ground and stuff um she's knocked unconscious and neelith conveniently falls on the floor somewhere nearby but not squashed by books uh-huh <laughs> so slime is petrified cat's unconscious neelith can't fight Aze uh, and basil it's up to you Aze is going to do the same uh procedure again so, bonus action attack, miss, with a 14, manipulator's mark, 15, so both shots miss, um, because he doesn't have any spells he can cast that are saving throw based, so he just doesn't have the resources to do so. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, I think Inri sees you fire twice, dodges him again, and says... If it makes you feel any better, someone had to die. So. Yeah. Uh, Basil rolls a 10 and a 21. All right. 21 hits. Do the damage. I'm going to hyperventilate. Seven damage. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Don't tell me you're still fucking alive. I have two hit points left. Fuck you. (laughs) Oh my god! Well, presumably, presumably, Inru's going to attack Basil because they're the only one who can land hits anymore. Yeah. (laughs) Come on, give it to me. Give me that best shot. Oh my god. Oh my god. Audience, 26. Uh, Halve that damage. I'm using Forged Body again. All right, Aze, uh, you see uh, Basil keeps hitting Inri in the back. And so Inri finally turns around and says, stop, and fucking hits Basil in the face with a fireball. Uh, Basil, your skin's all burned and fucked up. And then your burned skin like weaves back together with forged body and you're standing there still up. Aze, Inri has his back turned to you. Aze, Aze is like, Aze will just say, don't you, don't you talk to my son like that. <laughs> Raises uh, the star map. <laughs> it, it surges up a bit and he casts uh, Manipulator's Mark through it um, and rolls a 26 on the attack roll. That hits. Two HP left. Two HP left. Aza hits for 12 radiant damage. Lethal or non-lethal? Ooh. Hell yeah. Just as Inri peers over his shoulder, he sees the star map surge up a focus of light pierced center and just sort of shoots straight at his eye, pierces through his head, and just sends the Kitsune's corpse just onto the ground as the 
fires that surge on its remaining five tails? Is it five or four tails? One of the two uh, dissipate off. Um, and uh, the corpse just lays there breathless. Turn the 